do, do, do. It's the Sorting of Stars Hollow. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. So I think this is the episode probably everyone's been waiting for mm. because well, we have been. We are sorting Le Gilmores. Le Gilmores. <laughs> Le Gilmores. So I called. I'm calling this episode. You're a wizard, Gilmore. Because. <laughs> You know, why not? So as always, we will be sorting a few of the characters of Gilmore Girls into their respective Hogwarts houses, as well as their animals and favorite spells and things like that. So, Morgan, if it's okay, I think we should start with Richard and Emily. Okay. Because I think that understanding, at least for me, how I've sorted them will be beneficial when we get to Lorelai and Rory and why I sorted them the way I did. Okay. So, should we start with Richard? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, great. So, I sorted Richard into Ravenclaw Mm -hmm. for his first house. His secondary house, I would think, is Slytherin. Yes. Actually, that's almost exactly what I put. Really? I Because I was really debating on Ravenclaw or Slytherin. Because Ravenclaw, because he is very, like, um, intelligence is important to him. Mm -hmm. Knowledge and wit is important to him. But he is very ambitious. Yes. He is cunning. He has a business that he's created for himself because of that. When he broke away from mm-hmm. the business he was in, when he was with um, Digger, Jason. you yeah. know, um, and then Digger. and then basically <laughs> ousting Digger is right. very much what a Slytherin would do, right. you know. Um, so I would say I agree 100%. So I said he, uh, Richard is really smart. He's good at his job. He's obsessed with work, learning, and knowledge. And I actually said he reminds me, he seems very similar to like a young Dumbledore. And this is why. Mm. Like when Dumbledore was in school and he befriended Grindelwald, like Dumbledore was very obsessed with like learning and achieving and being the best and like getting his name out there and like coming up with the 12 uses of dragon's blood Mm. and like all these different things. He was just very ambitious. But he's also very cunning and shrewd and will do anything to get his way. But I think Richard's priority is knowledge and acquisition of knowledge. And like Dumbledore with Harry, uh, you know, he tends to ignore the potential for harm that he can inflict upon others. Like, for example, Mm Lorelai, when he's doing something what he considers, quote, for the greater good. So like Richard saw, you know, what he was doing and working so hard as being for his family's greater good and didn't realize that because of that he was kind of sacrificing his relationship with his daughter. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I kind of see him as Dumbledore because Dumbledore kind of did the same thing with Harry, knowing that like Harry had to do all these different things for the greater good, even if it meant sacrificing him. Yeah. Yeah, so... So I sort of saw... I was The reason I was so much debating between Ravenclaw and Slytherin is... I I didn't see him completely as a Slytherin because the character I most attributed him to was actually Slughorn mm. because he's not quite as like lounge about as yeah. Slughorn is, but he is very he likes the finer things in yes. life. He's very intelligent, but doesn't give it away too right. much occasionally. He's sought after constantly. Yeah. I remember like the Death Eaters were always trying to recruit Slughorn. Yeah. He Slughorn also was of- the head of Slytherin House. Mm-hmm. Um, he also kind of collects people like Slughorn yes, he did. He collects people like Slughorn did. Yeah. He he's he's feisty and tricky and he knows his stuff. Yes. You know what I mean? And he but I feel like he comes across as more blatantly mm-hmm. intelligent than Slughorn does cuz yeah. Slughorn's is more hidden, which right. is why I kind of fought between putting him in Ravenclaw or Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Um but I think he would do well in either honestly yeah. is how I saw him was was more like Slughorn and that kind of leads me towards I know I'm kind of skipping a bit but for his class I put him as um potions because okay. I saw him 
being as much I know like he doesn't seem like a person that would get his hands dirty but I could see him being very much like Slughorn when it comes to like the more delicate potions right. and stuff and he, he you know he he likes good bottles of you right. know brandy or whatever <laughs> right. right I don't know I just I don't know I just kind of picture him very much like that yeah you know what I mean if I if he were to be put in the wizarding world potions is a very delicate mm-hmm. like um it's a noble. Art. It's, it's a noble art. art. You know what I mean. So I can kind of see him doing that almost. Do we? Or teaching it do at you least. Know you know what house Dumbledore was in? Has it ever been confirmed? Gryffindor, was pretty, he for was, sure? I don't know if it's for sure, but that's what they. I think in the book there's a line that says something along the lines of people say Dumbledore himself was from Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Is literally like the. I think the Weasleys are talking about it. Oh, okay. Because um, that's I wasn't really sure because I honestly could have seen Dumbledore in in Ravenclaw, mm-hmm. which is why I attributed Richard to Dumbledore because I think they're super similar. He was in Gryffindor. Oh, okay. I just wasn't sure because I still I see him definitely I definitely get the Slughorn connection, but just the way that Dumbledore was with Harry is very similar to me. The way that um, Richard was with Lorelai, and then as Dumbledore and Harry got closer. I see that mirrored in Richard and Rory and their relationship. Since you said subject, we can skip to mine. I said his best subject would be ancient runes because I imagine it's a lot like the insurance business. It's a lot of like numbers and words and like little details. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, so yeah, in the first book, Hermione is talking to them on the train and she said, I've been asking around and I hope I'm in Gryffindor. It sounds by far the best. I hear Dumbledore himself was in it, but I suppose Ravenclaw wouldn't be too bad. Mm. J.K. Rowling said he was oh, okay. in Gryffindor. So. It wouldn't surprise me, definitely. Yeah. But I just imagine Dumbledore as a younger Dumbledore isn't as much of a Gryffindor as he became. Yeah. He seemed a lot more Ravenclaw to me. So for Annabelle... I did an eagle owl. Okay. I also I said an owl. See, like an eagle owl stately on yes. his desk and stuff, you know, all regal. Right. Um, I could also see a phoenix, though, now that I attribute him to Dumbledore. I could see Richard having, like, a... Oh, I feel yeah. like he would acquire a really fine phoenix. Yeah. Like, or it would be in his family. You know how, like, phoenixes come to the Dumbledores? Like, it would be the same. So I, for his spell, I did that Patronus message, because he's always picking up phone calls oh, yeah, and sending yeah. messages, like, constantly for work. Like, yeah. on and off the phone. And so I could see him, like, sending messages with his Patronus constantly. Yeah. Like, quick messages. But then also sitting down and writing letters. And that's what he would use his owl for. For more of, like, I don't know, formal business. I really like that. I actually said the uh, summoning spell, Accio. Mm-hmm. Because he, like, he, he usually has a secretary. And he always needs her to, like, his secretary to get him things. Yeah. And so, like, when Lorelai helps him out when he starts his own business, she's, like, his secretary. Um, but instead, he could just use a summoning spell to mm-hmm. get all the things he needs. So for his job, mm-hmm. I actually thought that maybe he could either be a teacher. Okay. I thought he would be a really good teacher. Well, he did especially teach, like a potions yeah. class teacher. And he did he did teach mm-hmm. that you know, I just feel like he would make a really good teacher. Yeah. But like I feel like that would be almost like his side job yes. or when he gets older and that's like when Slughorn. he retires, that's what he would do. Yeah. I think maybe before that he would work either in a I know this is really general, but a department of yes. the um the uh Ministry Ministry of Magic or like in a division of like Green Gods. That, like, I had that a, too. Like a head person yep. at Green Gods, you know? I had the exact same thing. I said he would either work for Green Gods to some extent or that he would be an arithmancer. Yeah. That's so. Now, Emily. Yes. I definitely sorted Emily into Slytherin, actually. Yep. I thought, so okay, I. we're on the same book page. I thought 100% she is, she gets what she wants. Yes. And she, and, and people are like, oh, she doesn't have a job. But she gets what she wants. She's the head of different boards. Yeah. She. She's, she's very driven and very Very cunning. driven. Yeah. Definitely. And she's, she's smart in a way that's like, she knows 
how to make things happen. Yes. You know what I mean? I, it's actually funny. So I had I had Richard as Ravenclaw, first house, Slytherin, second house. I had it switched for Emily. I had Emily as Slytherin, first house, Ravenclaw, second house. Because I actually, do I would have put her as Gryffindor as her second house. Oh, I think she's super, super intelligent. I don't know that she's... She's not not she's not not brave, but I see her as like uh, again that acquisition of knowledge and of power are no, very important true. to her. I just think she has a lot of nerve, like more than yes, she, lets she definitely on, does. You know? I said that, and um, I think later on she becomes brave. Yeah, and see definitely. That more in a year in the I life. think you're in the life. Yeah. She definitely becomes more of a Gryffindor. But I said she's very smart and cunning. She's also very selfish and cares about protecting her image and her family image. Yes. I actually um, said that she reminds me of Narcissa Malfoy. Um, she cares about her child, but doesn't necessarily go about her mothering the right way. Mm-hmm. And she cares a little bit less about what is right as opposed to what she wants and what is like proper and would save face. And so that's why I kind of saw her a little bit as Narcissa because I think Narcissa is very much does care about Draco, mm-hmm. but she also cares about the family image and she cares yeah. about like keeping up appearances. And sometimes that um, causes problems within mm-hmm. her family um i okay so i was debating on when it came to an animal because i was like i feel like emily isn't the type to really have an animal unless that animal it, i feel like she could have a lot of different kinds of animals but it would that particular animal animal animal, animal would have to have a particular personality because remember she took on that took in that dog yes. that one time the stray dog yep. that was in their yard I could picture her having um, like a Persian cat, mm, oh, actually, yeah. like a Persian cat that's very well behaved, yes. like not cuddly, right? Not right. a cuddly. No, it's Persian a little standoffish. Cat. Yeah, kind of like a, our grandma's cat. Like it's was. almost yeah, <laughs> like like uh, like a Persian or a Burmese cat yeah. that's like very um, like almost like a guardian of the house yes. sort of a cat. You know what I yeah. mean? I agree. I said she would probably share an owl with Richard. Honestly, like I feel like she she's would. She's very much. Her and Richard are entwined. Yes, yeah, I and, I, and I do feel like she would also just be like, Richard, I'm going to use your owl. And he'd be like, I get your own owl, basically. Uh-huh. And she, you know, like, I just feel like that would be their thing. Okay, so for her class, I debated on this one, too, because I feel like we think of herbology as, like, a dirty right. thing, you know? But she likes to be, she, she likes, likes to garden. Yeah. She's, she's quick-witted with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I do think that, like... When I imagined him, she's very supportive of Richard. Everything yes. she does is generally in support of him. And I could see him being really good at potions. Yeah. And I could see her herbology helping his potions. Right. So I feel like I could see her doing herbology as well. I really like that. Subjects. I really like that. I said either charms or transfiguration mm-hmm. just because she she would just be one of those witches that is very like handy about the house with absolutely everything. And so I could just see her knowing a charm or a spell yeah. for absolutely everything. Definitely. Speaking of which, for her spell, I actually chose the refilling charm. Oh, because okay. she's constantly hosting yeah. parties. Yeah. They love to host and entertain. So I could see her refilling people's drinks constantly. Yeah. I said, I had a couple that I was playing around with. Whatever that spell was that Umbridge uses in um, the fifth movie where she like tidies up the boys' clothes. Yeah, we talked about that. We talked yeah. about that. So for that, or, or Kittyus for getting flowers. Like, because oh, yeah. she always has like bouquets about the house, you know? So I could definitely see that. For her job, again, I had a couple things. I feel like Emily's one of those characters that could do so many yeah. different things. So I said that she could definitely be like the deputy headmistress of of Hogwarts. Um, I also said she could be an activist. Like I could see her pulling a Hermione and doing yes, like, actually, you know, spew was my yeah. first thought, but then I was like, hey, but she like goes through maids like it's nobody's That's business. True. So I can't see her standing up for like house. That's true. like elves, not house, house elves, but other but then, things. But then you know it's funny because so that was what my thought was first is I could see her being the head of a committee of some kind, but then I could see her wanting 
like if, if she had a real like a like a job that was a paying job i thought something along the lines of that would work and so right. my thought was she would work in a department of the um, regulation and control of magical creatures oh. like maybe like the goblin liaison yeah. office or the house health relocation office yeah. like she would be very much in charge of like placing people yes. and being in charge of somebody who like does i don't know i could just see her being in that and also for goblin liaison office that would help with her husband's job once again because i saw him something gods. doing something with green gods like, i also I could... thought maybe the head of improper use of magic office because she just seems like one of those people that would be like wants magic to be used properly yes, yeah. you know what i mean kind of like an umbrage but not like umbridge. yeah uh, I really like that though, the goblin liaison yeah, office. office. Maybe not the head of it, definitely no. not, but I could see her being in it. In for it, sure. yeah. And having like a higher role in it. You I know, definitely that, agree. She's pretty autonomous. Right. But. Okay, so let's do Lorelai and Rory. Okay, so, Lorelai first? Yeah, yeah, so I put Lorelai and Gryffindor. 100%. 100% Gryffindor. Yeah, nuts. However, I did say, and this is why I think it was important that I wanted to start with Richard and Emily, her secondary house is Ravenclaw, in my opinion. I think she gets that from both her parents because both of them, like I said, had Ravenclaw somewhere. I think Lorelai is super, super brave. I mean, she literally left and went on, yeah. off on her own with a baby. I feel like it's built, almost self-explanatory. Yes, yeah. Built her own life from scratch. She was also like always getting into trouble, sneaking out, you know, being herself despite her parents' wishes and her upbringing. And I actually said that she's sort of a mix of James and Lily Potter. Mm. And the reason for that, it makes sense because she's both parents to Rory. Like, she's, she's very much like Sirius Black to me. Right. Sirius Black and yeah. he, she breaks off and yes. he's in Gryffindor. He's like one of the few. I put yeah. that too. Is that what you put? I, well, yeah. I, so I said, I said James and Lily because she's a blend of them, which makes sense because she's Rory's parent. She has to be kind of the mom yeah. and the dad. But I also see a little tiny bit of Slytherin in her, which she tries to quash. And I think that comes from Emily. And I said that she would actively choose to be in a different house than her mother, sort of like Sirius does. Yes. She's got a lot of Ravenclaw on her as well from well, her father, which she, I think, then passes on to Rory. Yeah, because I also think that Sirius was a little bit immature, yes. too. And yes. I think that Lorelai has yeah. that same immaturity and playful fun. Like, right. it's like best friends with Harry right. and best friends right. with Lor- like Lorelai's best friends with Rory. So I, I definitely saw her as Sirius Black. Well, and that's of. why I said James, because of that immaturity. And then Lily, like, is the motherly figure. Mm-hmm. And so you see the duality of yeah. Lorelai in that. So for her animal, I thought Paul Enko was perfect. <laughs> I, and so I really thought about putting that. <laughs> I, but I could see Lorelai like taking it, like wanting to take in all these animals yeah. and then her daughter saying no. Right. Um, well, like we discussed in our recent episode, they're not animal people, period. Exactly. But I could also see her having like pigwidgeon, like just oh, this yeah. crazy yes. owl that's like bouncing off the walls constantly. Yeah. Um, I said... Um, even though she says she's not a cat person, I think she could have a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said maybe a dog like Paul Inca or like Sirius because yes. he's actually a human so he can take care of himself because he's an animagus. Oh, man. So she doesn't actually have to take care of the dog, but then... It's he- a very self-sufficient <laughs> exactly. dog. Exactly. Yes. She's a very self-sufficient... I agree with that. Um, for her class, I put Transfiguration. Okay. Because I do think that she's intelligent yeah. and bright and witty. And I could see her, like, wanting to trans... She's she's um, eccentric, you know? Yeah. Like, I could see her transfiguring things into funny things. Like, for her furry own, slippers. Like, humor. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I put Muggle Studies because she loves pop culture references. Oh, that's true. I just that's feel like one. she would be dropping pop culture references in Muggle Studies class. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing else. For her spell, I chose Periculum, which is, like, the red sparks. Yeah. Spell, like, it shoots up red sparks because... Number one, <laughs> I, I might get a lot of hate for this, but Lorelai is an intention seeker. Yes. She loves the whole room to be focused on her. Yes. She's very much like, look at me. Plus, she likes bright, sparkly things. Right. So I could see her like, here I am. Yeah. You know? 
I said um, confundus mainly because she's always already confusing people with the oh, things she says. That's a good one. But I feel like she would just try to like confuse them to forget what she was saying. You know what I mean? Like when she just doesn't want to talk about it anymore, she'd be like confundus, mm-hmm. just like make them forget. Okay, so we've talked about what we thought her job would be in the yes. past, and we said that maybe a coder of the Leaky Cauldron uh-huh. with Suki and maybe Luke. Uh-huh. You know, where she would handle the inside of right. things, and so or I'm- even like we said with Hogwarts, like. Uh, like the uh, Ilvermorny, the school, the American Wizarding School, mm-hmm. like she and Luke and Suki would kind of like run the school, you know what I mean? Yeah. And have their different roles. So I'm doubling down on that. I like, like that. I also thing. said that I think she could work part time at Madame Malkin's robes. I said this, I was thinking the same thing, like something along the lines of fashion. Yeah. yeah. Seamstress kind of stuff. Because she's really good at sewing and yeah. she's really good at creating designs and stuff. Totally agree. Okay, moving on to Rory. Rory. I put Rory in Ravenclaw, which same. I think was pretty obvious. Yeah. But I did put her secondary house as Gryffindor. I actually really struggled with that Mm because I didn't want to put her in Gryffindor as secondary. But I think Rory has moments of bravery that she gets from her mother. And again, I think they're swapped. So just like Emily and Richard were swapped for me, Rory and Lorelai, because they are so similar, but they're also so different, Uh they're the swap. So she's a Ravenclaw with a Gryffindor as her secondary. And I think she really shows those moments of bravery like as she gets older. Mm-hmm. But I said Ravenclaw because she's obviously super smart. She's into reading books, learning knowledge. And I actually compared, and you're going to think this is weird, but I compared Rory a little bit like to Luna. Because she's kind of got her like head in the clouds in the sense of naiv- naivety. Mm-hmm. Like she's very naive. And she was raised by a mother who's very eccentric, just like Luna was raised by a very eccentric father. Mm -hmm. But she has, like Luna, she's got these moments of just, like, bravery, and she, like, stands up for herself and for other people, and she's just really kind and good, you know what I mean? So I kind of compared her to that a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. I... For her animal, I had a hard time because part of me wanted to say like an owl because she likes right. to write. I did say but that. But she's also like, she gets that part of her from her mother that yes. she's into like cute, fuzzy things yes. at the same time. So part of me feels like maybe she'd have a pygmy puff. Oh, yeah, she'd have like, a pygmy puff. Um, yeah, like Ginny. Uh, Ginny had Arnold. Yeah. And so I was thinking maybe a pygmy puff because they're pretty easy to take care of. Right. They sit on your shoulder, like... It's, I don't know why, maybe it's because we just watched that episode with her with Stella, right. the chick, you know? I was well, thinking she would have something fuzzy like that. That's why I said owl, because I was like, oh, then they could have an owl and they, you know, name it something like Stella. Yeah. But I think the owl would come from her grandparents. Exactly. I think they, I think would, her, buy, they would gift her yes, an owl. like Lorelai would buy her the pygmy puff. Yes. And then her grandparents would be like, that's not a to real animal. To have with her at exactly. college. Yeah, exactly. I 100% agree. I said Rory I thought would be good at ancient runes. Okay. Because I think that, like, she's really smart. Yeah. Clearly. (laughs) She likes... She's into, like, understanding things, I guess would be a better way to put it. Yeah. And, like, and researching and, and, and trying to understand things she doesn't quite get right away is the vibe I get from her. And... I don't know. I see a little bit of Hermione in her. Yes. And, and Hermione said that she had the, basically almost the option of going to Ravenclaw or Gryffindor. Right. Um, but I don't think she's quite as brave as Hermione, no, and which that's, is why she wouldn't be in Gryffindor as exactly. the first house. That's, that's actually what I was thinking of when I placed her. Yeah. Um, I said her best subject would be History of Magic. Yes. That was my just, second. I was like, I was thinking either that or History of Magic. Yeah. And, and that's perfect because the, the reason is because I think that her job... A part of me was like, maybe she'd be a writer for the Daily yeah. Prophet as she's, when she's younger. Yep. But then as she gets older, I could see her totally being an author along the lines of Bethilda Bagshaw. I literally really? wrote the, I said, reporter at the Daily Prophet 
or art author writing school books like Bethilda Bagshaw. No, I legitimately I wrote, wrote them down. Writer for the Daily Prophet slash author along the lines of Bethilda Bagshaw. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, we Because I can see brain. her doing it as she yeah. gets older. You know I agree. I, mean? um, I totally agree. Yeah, that's really funny. For I, her, go ahead. I was going to say for her spell, I said that her spell would be Lumos. Because mm-hmm. she'd be reading under the covers at yeah, night, like uh-huh. Harry and the not the book, but the movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is Prisoner of Azkaban right? Where he's like reading under, yeah, and then for he does some like reason, at home using. I know his you wand, can't use your magic, and, and then he does Lumos Maximus. One of the flaws of the book of the movies. Anyways, um, but I okay, so that's a good one. I chose Turgio because I can see her trying to do her homework and her mom coming in all the yes. time and, and spilling ink on her homework, and that's she's so trying good. to like get the sm- smudges off right. of her homework constantly. Yeah. So that's what I, I love. Chose that that's really good. Awesome. That was good. I feel like we agreed on a lot of stuff. I think there. so too. Yeah. And I think the I think the reason I had to do so many like first house, second house is because really these characters I feel like could fit into any of the houses, maybe except for Hufflepuff. <laughs> That's yeah. the only one that I don't think I ever considered for any of them. But they are such, and I think that's what makes them, this show so good, is they are such complex, rounded characters mm-hmm. that, you know, it was hard picking between like Gryffindor, Slytherin, and Ravenclaw for many of them because they have such strong characteristics and traits of so many of those houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was really difficult to like nail it down. But yeah, I do think that we pretty much agreed on oh, where they should go yeah so all right cool well, that was well, a good sorting of stars yeah it was a sweaty sorting i'm sweating a sweating because <laughs> you're drinking hot tea true good point uh thanks again for joining us for this sorting episode we will be back with more sorting episodes this will not be the last one um this was just kind of because we haven't really met some of the other characters we want to sort yet we just got into christopher and eventually we'll talk about Jess and a couple of the other characters mm-hmm. as we get Logan. closer. But yeah, Logan. So as we get there, we will. But we wanted to uh, do this one because we know that this probably was what everyone was waiting for. So mm-hmm. let us know what you think. Uh, where would you sort the big four? You know, what we got right, what we got wrong. We'd love to hear from you. You can message us at Friday Night Dinner Pod on Instagram. You can email us, Friday Night Dinner Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we would love to hear from you. Otherwise, have a wonderful, magical rest of your day. Mischief Mischief managed. managed.